Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice, and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end-time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and why you should stand with Israel. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. So glad you're joining us today. Well, we're talking about the Jewish Jesus once again, the Jewish roots of your faith, because you have a relationship with the Jewish Messiah, and his name is Yeshua. Throughout the Jewish scriptures, the Old Testament, beginning in Genesis, we have a revelation of who Yeshua is, when he would come, and what he would do for us. My co-host, once again, is my dear friend, Danya Greenberg, the president of the Tree of Life Bible Society. Danya, the Tree of Life is a magnificent work of art. It's a Praise God, God thing. It represents a prophecy being fulfilled. Yes. And that prophecy is the day would come when God would restore the Jewish people back to himself. And today, we don't have exact numbers, but there's likely more Jewish people that believe in Jesus than any time since the first century. That's really the truth, and it's an amazing revelation for most people that there's so many Jewish people that have come to faith, that enough became PhDs after the return of the Jewish people to their homeland, that we were able to get enough scholars together to ta actually create a translation of the Bible. It's really yeah. a fascinating story. I think it's a story. statement, Am Yisrael Chai, the people, the, the, the believing Amen. community of Israel live. And that's, that's, right. a, that's, a, that's a sign of the end, the restoration of the land of Israel in 1948, the return of the Jewish people back to their land, but also the blindness coming off of the eyes of the Jewish people. Romans 11, read that today talks about that blindness coming off of the eyes of the Jewish people and a day coming when all Israel will be saved. It's talking about the Jewish people. And Danya, that's happening now before our very eyes. Absolutely. It is an amazing time to be alive. We are really in a time of relief. We are. In a time of refreshing. Tell them that scripture, the one yes. that I love about oh, the yes. fact that times of refreshing yeah. will come in the presence of the Lord. Yeah, Peter makes that declaration when he stands up in the temple and he says it's, it, it's recorded for us in Acts, in, in, in Acts chapter 3 that God the day says. would, when Israel turned to their God, the day would come yes. when it, the men of Israel would turn back to their God. He's encouraging them to do that so that you might be find salvation, but also the times of refreshing would That's come right. from the presence of God, which of course is talking about revival. So it's connecting here, right. the Jewish people repenting, coming back to God, and the revival being poured out upon the nations. This is about life from the dead. And if you read on in that text, it says that the day will come then when the Messiah will return. So he's saying here in Acts chapter 3 uh, that as, the, as you men of Israel repent, times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. Danya, a link between the Jews and the Gentiles, yes. between the church and Israel. Yes. Just as we find in Romans chapter 11, 
verse 11 where it says, through the rejection of the Jewish people, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke the Jews to jealousy. And then verse 15 of Romans 11, Paul says, if their rejection brought you Gentile salvation, right. I'm getting excited. I know, I'm because this so is what it's about. What's going to happen when, you, when they come back? It will bring life from the dead. Life from the dead. The parallel passage here is Acts chapter 3, where it says, if, right. if you men of Israel repent, so the times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord, the nations, the right. Gentiles, and that he might then send his son. Right. who's been waiting in the heavenlies for the restoration of all things. That links the salvation of the Jewish people with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, revival right. to the nations, exactly. and the return of Jesus. Right. Romans 11, Acts 3, I want you to study them in parallel. This is the heart of Bible prophecy, of end-time Bible prophecy. The blindness coming off of the eyes of the Jewish people, a great revival, maybe in the midst of great, uh, of, of great tribulation, but then the return of the Messiah in the millennial age. So as a Jewish rabbi looking at Jesus, right, that's what we're talking about today, you have an ability to pull this information together. And the fact that Jewish and Christian scholars came together to do a translation of the Bible, and we're back in our homeland in Israel right now in this time of relief and time of refreshing, reminds me of this great Bible prophecy. And I know we're going to talk about many more, but I just want to start with this one. It says in Zephaniah 3, it says, the, and this is called the future restoration of Israel's remnant. For then I will restore to the people pure speech, so that all of them may call upon the name of Adonai and serve him shoulder to shoulder. And it goes on to say that from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, where you go, do you realize that like, you're living out Bible prophecy? Jewish voice actually goes to Ethiopia and brings relief in the middle of the time that the Jews have come back to the Bible and that the Jewish people are back in their homeland. It's happening in front of us. And it says that my worshipers, the daughter of my scattered ones, will bring my offering. And on that day, you'll not be ashamed because of all your deeds by which you rebelled against me. For then I will remove from your midst your proud and arrogant ones, and you'll never again be haughty on my holy mountain. But I will leave among you a people meek and humble, and they will take refuge in the <sighs> name of Adonai, and the remnant of Israel will do no injustice, nor will they tell lies, nor will the deceitful tongue be found in their mouths, for they will graze and lie down, and no one will make them afraid. That's beautiful. No one will make them afraid. That's the future promise for all people. Living in a time where we don't have to be afraid because the relief and the refreshing is coming. Yes. I know the end time sounds so scary, but it's not if you trust God. No, we are If you in... trust God, he always saves us. He always yeah. saves a remnant. He is our refuge. And there's two promises in there that I just, I, I want to point it. out that bring us into this age of rest. Yes. One is the restoration of a language. Yeah. Which is miraculous. Yeah. Understand that Hebrew disappeared outside of prayer as the Jewish people were scattered through the nations for almost 2,000 years. No homeland, no common language, and they survived despite raging anti-Semitism. That's a miracle. That's the totally result of is. God declaring, I'll preserve you as long as the sun shines by day and the moon and stars by night, Jeremiah 31. Yes. So the, the restoration of, a, of the Hebrew language, would be, which began with a man that God called, he wasn't a believer, but God used him, Eliezer ben Yehuda, yes. to restore the he modern Hebrew language and then this, in the mid-19th century. And then the second thing that's so miraculous is the regathering of the Jewish people, specifically from places God mentions, like Ethiopia. Yes. He mentions Ethiopia. He mentions the North Country, which is the former Soviet Union, 
Folks, these are Bible prophecies, end-time Bible prophecies being fulfilled before our very eyes. And I just have to say this. I don't know if, if anybody really gets it, but you personally have seen in all the work that you've been doing over the years, sharing the good news, the gospel of Messiah with Jewish people all over the world, a quarter of a million, 250,000 souls coming to Messiah. Well, in those trips. particularly Jewish. We've ministered yeah. to over a million. So first in Did the 1990s, first in the 1990s and in festivals, we're living in the day that the prophets long to see when the blindness is coming off of the eyes of the Jewish people. We're seeing it before our very eyes. I want you to get this. I want you to get excited about it. We are in the last days. Awesome. And you're hearing it from the guy who saw it for themselves. <laughs> like, think about it. Would you just tell us what it was like? Please tell us what it was like when you were like in a stadium and you saw thousands of people in the former Soviet Union and they received the, just tell us, please. You know, there, there's a sense of absolute awe and wonder and God gets the glory because there's no way that this is humanly possible to see what they saw in the book of Acts or greater. It's just, Tanya, it's the grace of being in the right place at the right time. And I think that's true of every one of you that are watching. You're in the right place at the right time and you have an opportunity to change the world in the greatest period of history the That's world right. has ever known. Lots more ahead. Don't go anywhere. Let Rabbi Jonathan Burness take you on a journey of revelation through the Old and New Testament prophecies about Jesus with his book and new companion study guide, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. As a Jewish follower of Jesus, Rabbi Burness has filled this book with unique insight into often overlooked biblical passages about the Messiah. And throughout this study guide, Rabbi Burness draws you into a deeper understanding of how these biblical passages contain blessings for you. We'll sow these into your life for a one-time gift of $40 or more. And we'll add this thought-provoking DVD, The 10 Biggest Lies About Jesus and His Jewishness. Rabbi Jonathan Burness goes straight to the scriptures to separate fact from fiction on this remarkable DVD. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more. And we'll add a special gift, the stunning Isaiah 53 wall art. The Hebrew text captures the passage of scripture that prophesies the Messiah as our suffering Savior. When you become become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please call now and specify offer 4153 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2020 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Welcome back. Oh, one of my favorite topics, the Jewishness of Jesus and your connection to him. You know what? You have Jewish blood if you've accepted Yeshua, the Messiah of Israel and the Savior of the world into your life. You're a son or daughter of Abraham today. You've been grafted into an, a Jewish olive branch, Danya Greenberg. I'm so glad you're here to talk with me about my, really my favorite topic. Your favorite topic is this Yeshua, is it. for sure. This is it. For sure. So I'm going to put you on the spot. It's going to be, it's going to be wild, but I'm going to do it anyway. I 
Um, so I wish the whole world, I wish the whole world could have seen and been in that stadium with you when you saw we, the things that you've seen when you went into Russia and began to share the good news of Messiah. Um, can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because it is, it's a, it's by the witness, right? We overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives unto death. The testimony that you are, you're a living testimony of seeing Jews come to faith, not one or two. Remember, you, you remember telling us you saw one or eight in a year here in America. Right. Then you went to the former Soviet Union, started handing out Bibles, and then you see stadiums. I just, yeah. tell us about it. I talk about it in, in A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth because I believe that I was at the right place at the right time when the former Soviet Union opened up, and it was a divine invitation. God invited me. Mm. And that. said, I'm giving you this opportunity. I loved the congregation, which you and your husband were part of. And uh, I, I was given this opportunity. It was a divine opportunity. I saw more Jewish people come to faith in my first visit in 1990 to Moscow and St. Petersburg mm. than in, I had already been in Jewish ministry for 10 years. And I knew God was doing something, but it was on an airplane coming back from Russia in 1992 wow. when the Lord opened up Matthew 24 to me. Verse 14, where Jesus says that the gospel, and this is one of the great end time prophecies of scripture, spoken by Jesus himself, that the gospel will go to every nation before the end comes. Yes. That's a last days prophecy. Yes. yes. What is he talking about? He's not talking about geopolitical boundaries. He's talking about people groups. And that's when God spoke to my heart and said the Jewish people in this nation need to hear the gospel, they're open. The Jewish people in this nation, you were in the former Soviet Union. Yes. That there were, so in other words, you interpreted that scripture to mean that the Jewish remnant in every country needed to hear. Danya, I knew Amen. that based on Romans 1.16, that the gospel is to the Jew first. The Jewish people need the Messiah. They need Jesus just like and the other people, and the gospel is to them first. I can't stress that enough. That Jewish friend, that coworker, that neighbor in your life is not there by accident. God is calling you to be a light to them. That doesn't mean you have to push the gospel on them, but you have to demonstrate that there's something different about you, something they want and they're jealous for. Yes, and there's a, there's a real truth that you speak of there in that that hunger then as not just to lead people to the Lord. So you began looking for Jewish people that needed to hear the gospel. And well, we started to get invited everywhere. It just I started know. to open up. People would stumble into been. one of the events and say, please come to our nation. And then I had an invitation to travel to Ethiopia. One of our former board members said, I believe God wants you to go to Ethiopia. And I thought, what? What does Ethiopia have to do with all this? And then I started to see <laughs> all the record. scriptures all about the Ethiopia. <laughs> it's all right. But I didn't see it. I was so focused on Russia. And then I saw Jewish people open up the gospel, the Beta Israel, the house of Israel in Ethiopia, but they were in absolute uh, poverty. So hmm. I, are we supposed to do a cultural festival like we're doing, we're doing in Russia? And I realized, no, we have to help these people survive. So we shifted to medical care, dental care, eye care. Many of you have supported that over the years. And the same thing, thousands of people pouring into our medical clinics open to hearing the gospel. Danya, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. And when oh. they know that you care, and this is true for everyone, every nationality, 
then they ask. And we started to do that, provide a platform to share our faith, and people asked by the thousands, Jewish people, why are you here? Why have you done this for us? And it gave us the opportunity to share the love of the Messiah right. with them. And, and thousands have come to know Yeshua. And thousands through Jewish Voice Ministries. Yeah, here's, a, here's something that most people don't know, but I just, I want to brag on God. There's over a hundred Messianic Jewish congregations just in Zimbabwe and Ethiopia today. Over a hundred. Do you understand what he's saying? Jewish people. Do you hear people. what he's saying? Like, they didn't exist before, and now they exist, they're there now. And they're studying the Bible, and they're teaching their children, and they're living Jewish lives, and this they're reaching their community. This, this is what God said would happen. Yeah, I know, but I'll the, bring you back most to people my, in America to, don't know that. No. Most no. of the people watching don't have any idea about that. And, and yet, it's one of the greatest signs and wonders of the end times is the restoration of the Jewish people. Just as important as the restoration of them going back to Israel is the restoration of them returning to the God of Israel. I'd say that those two events, that, the, re, the restoration of the Jewish people back to their land, Yes. 1948, 70 yes. years ago, this is the, the restoration of Israel, 1967, the restoration of Jerusalem. Right. Immediately following that, not a coincidence, a God incidence, the Jewish people started to come back to God. These are the greatest signs that we are, in fact, in the last days. Yeah. Yes, wars, rumors of wars, the whole list in Matthew chapter 24, but Israel is the timepiece for all this. So, look, the Jewish roots of your faith and Israel are absolutely critical to understanding what day we live in and who we are in Christ, in Messiah. These things are absolutely critical. And for people at home that are watching, I think it's really important to recognize that you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity in this time of refreshing, in this time of relief, in this time of salvation for the Jewish people, um, in this time of being able to bless Israel, that we also have this opportunity. Like, seriously, bring a plate of cookies to your neighbor. You'll find yeah. out that, that God is going to use you by reaching out with, with life, with love, with yeah. care, and, that they'll be open to the gospel. And, and the, it begins with prayer. Absolutely. I know you have a Jewish friend, a Jewish coworker, a Jewish neighbor. Begin to pray for them by name. And I want to pray for you right now. Yeah. And by the way, as you do this, I believe that God is going to restore your spouse. He's going to restore your child, your grandchild that you've been praying for. Reach out to a Jewish person and receive the blessing of Genesis 12. Part of that blessing is salvation to your household. And so I declare it over you Thank in you, the name God. of Yeshua. May God use you. Lord, use each one watching Thank to you, be a light to that friend, to that coworker, to that neighbor, to that Jewish person that God has put into their life. Thank you. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name. Thank you. I have the materials to help you to do that, by the way, to give an answer for who Jesus really is and why a Jewish person should believe. And Tanya, thank you for your insightful questions today. I'll be right back to answer some intriguing questions from you, our viewers, right after this important message. Don't go away.
Let Rabbi Jonathan Burness take you on a journey of revelation through the Old and New Testament prophecies about Jesus with his book and new companion study guide, A Rabbi Looks at Jesus of Nazareth. As a Jewish follower of Jesus, Rabbi Burness has filled this book with unique insight into often overlooked biblical passages about the Messiah. And throughout this study guide, Rabbi Burness draws you into a deeper understanding of how these biblical passages contain blessings for you. We'll sow these into your life for a one-time gift of $40 or more. And we'll add this thought-provoking DVD, The 10 Biggest Lies About Jesus and His Jewishness. Rabbi Jonathan Burness goes straight to the scriptures to separate fact from fiction on this remarkable DVD. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more. And we'll add a special gift, the stunning Isaiah 53 wall art. The Hebrew text captures the passage of scripture that prophesies the Messiah as our suffering savior. When you become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please call now and specify offer 4153 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2020 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona 85001. It's time now for Ask the Rabbi. Welcome back. We're focused on the Jewish roots of our faith, specifically Jesus is a Jew. A rabbi looks at Jesus of Nazareth, and it matters that Jesus was Jewish. It matters that he remains Jewish. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And I say, if you want to get to know him better, understand that he is a Jew, that he is Yeshua, which means salvation. He wants you to grow closer to Him, and that's our purpose here at Jewish Voice, to help you to do just that. Well, I love receiving questions from our viewers, so let's get right to our Ask the Rabbi segment. The first question is, can Gentiles be members of a Messianic synagogue? So what is a Messianic synagogue or Messianic congregation? These are unique uh, congregations of Jews and Christians that want to worship in the context of the Jewish roots of the faith. Celebrate the feasts of Israel, but understanding that Yeshua, Jesus, is at the center of all of these feasts. We meet on Shabbat, and absolutely, we're one new man and Messiah, and uh, every Messianic congregation that I know would welcome you with open arms, even if you want to just go visit and grow in the Jewish roots of your faith, uh, you can... Uh, Type that online and uh, just do a search engine on the local Messianic congregation and go visit on a Shabbat. Uh, you'll be glad you did. It's, it's, it's really fun and really enriching. Our next question was the Last Supper that Jesus celebrated with his disciples, a Seder. This is referring to the Passover meal that commemorates the Exodus out of Egypt. You can read about it in Exodus chapter 12. There's no question that the Last Supper with Jesus and his disciples was a Passover Seder. I believe it took place the night before uh, Passover because he died on Passover as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And there's very specific things that are mentioned. For example, he says, the one who dips with me will betray me. He's talking about Passover and that we dip the matzah 
into the bitter herbs. That only happens at Passover. He raises the cup of wine and he prays the prayer over the wine. This was the cup of redemption, again, part of the Seder meal. And he raises the matzah, the unleavened bread. That's part of the Passover meal. He breaks it. This is the bread of affliction that the children of Israel ate when they left Egypt in haste. And he's saying, now this is my body broken for you. So he's bringing fullness. He's bringing full meaning or fulfillment to the ancient Passover Seder. And when Jewish people celebrate the Seder today, many of the things that are done during this meal directly point to the atoning work of Jesus as the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. A Passover Seder that Jesus celebrated with his disciples and is available to you to experience. Next question, how can Jesus be the Messiah if he did not fulfill all the prophecies in his lifetime? You know, whoever wrote this question is uh, asking the most important question among those that reject Jesus as the Messiah within Judaism. And it's more of a statement. If Jesus was the Messiah, there'd be peace on the earth. And the answer is that Jesus only fulfilled the first set of prophecies that appear to be contradictory in Scripture. In the, in the, in the Old Testament, there's prophecies that speak of a Messiah who suffers and dies, uh, who's rejected. And then there's prophecies that speak of a victorious Messiah who comes in victory and establishes peace. And it's talking about two comings. So Jesus fulfilled the first set of prophecies as the Lamb of God, but he's going to return as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And when he returns, he will fulfill all of the other prophecies. The first are a type of Joseph, the suffering Messiah, but he'll return as King David, the, 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 the uh, King Messiah, uh, who will establish the kingdom and reign out of Jerusalem one Messiah that has to come twice to fulfill all of the prophecies. And, and they're all in his lifetime because he lives today. Final question, can you explain how Jesus is both a Jew and a Gentile? Well, the answer is he's a Jew. He remains a Jew. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's a man, yes, who's perfect man and perfect God, but he was born a Jew he remains a Jew in heaven and he will rule physically out of Jerusalem from the throne of David as the king of the Jews. Now that may bother you, that may be upset, that may upset some of you, that may go against what you've been taught, but I, I challenge you to go back and read scripture and see for yourself. He is identified in heaven as the lion of the tribe of Judah, a Jew. Hey, if you have questions, uh, write to me. Maybe one of your questions will be read on an upcoming Ask the Rabbi, or if you have prayer needs, know that we're here for you. You can log on to our website for either. It's jewishvoice.tv. Again, one word, jewishvoice.tv. Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked. You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five-star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures, such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Here's a special message from Jonathan. I want to personally invite you to join me and my family in Israel. 
it will change your life and you will never read the Bible the same again. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv Israel. Again, 800-299-9374 or jewishvoice.tv Israel. Ah, we're out of time again. I want to remind you as I close though, pray for the Jewish people this week. That Jewish person is not in your life by accident. Psalm 122.6 says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So it's important to God that you pray for the Jewish people and share your faith with Jewish people that he's put in your life. Well, thanks for joining me. And until next time, I'm Rabbi Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.